On today's episode of the Teacher's Lounge, we talked to Miss Angel, and we talked about what it's like to have a type B personality as a teacher. Welcome to the Teacher's Lounge. Uh, Today we have Miss Angel, and we are going to be talking about how, as a type B personality, you can be successful in a very type A driven teacher world. So thank you. Thank you for being Oh, on. absolutely. I'm glad to be here. So is it safe to say you're a type B personality? I, I definitely think so. Okay. I'd like to think so. Type B, type B people is something I kind of learned in college. I didn't okay. know that was a thing. Yeah. But once I did, it made just <laughs> blew my mind. It's just a very go with the flow. Mm. Doesn't have to have a very rigid plan. Everything doesn't have to be just so. But as I've become more of a teacher, I've kind of developed those type A tendencies. So I call myself a type B with type A tendencies. Mm-hmm. So everything. I have some things that I like to have in order and other things. It's just, it can kind of, yeah. we can do a little bit of improv. So <laughs> I think for type B, your normal personality traits are what? Sleep in late. Yes. Not super organized. No. Um, <laughs> Maybe organized chaos would be a better... Yes. I think that's what it is. Like, it's, it might be a hot mess express, but, like, that giant pile of... I know what's in that pile. Yeah. And what's funny is I don't normally think people associate that with being a teacher. Like, I assume everybody... Like, I, especially when I was younger, I assumed every teacher was type A. Everything was perfectly organized, oh, yeah. perfectly... Like, there was... Everything had its place. And it's nice to see that. Those closet type B... T- you know? <laughs> it's nice to see that as a teacher, you can be a type B. That's yeah. okay. There's, there's no shame in that. It doesn't have to be a fake it till you make it. Exactly. You just kind of make it work for you. Exactly. Every teacher has their own voice. You just have to find yours if you are a type B. There you go. It's so, all about finding those strategies. Exactly. <laughs> as a type B, like yourself... What have you found works for you in the classroom, whether that be from a planning standpoint, from making sure the classroom is still structured, because you teach middle school science. Mm -hmm. That is an age that needs structure. Oh, yes. That is, I, (laughs) middle school boys are (laughs) a creature on their own. So as a type B, how do you, how do you plan, for example? So um, one thing I always made sure to focus on um, just in general is front loading. So making Mm -hmm. sure my kids know exactly what's going to happen. They know the plan. They have an agenda. Um, I give them an idea like, yes, we're going to do this, but don't worry. Like, uh, or if I'm showing them something on the board, don't worry. I'm going to give you this printout. I'm going to have you the due date. We're going to do this. We're going to go all through it and it'll be fine. Because you have a lot of kids who are like me and can go with the flow and do that. I have a lot of like planners who have 17 different markers and their planner is just gorgeous and it's color coded. It's got stickers and it has scented I don't know, markers, <laughs> but like, and then I have some kids that like have no idea what class they're in right now. So just making sure that it's getting all of us on the same page. So everyone knows what's going to go on. So, and it, it loses that, um, and making sure that everyone's going to be on the same page. It's funny. Those students, you, two students you just described would be my sister and myself. Mm-hmm. Everything for her. So, oh, straight A's. Everything yep. was dot, 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 dot. Whereas I'm just kind of, nah, we'll figure it out. Come final exam time. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. See, uh, that's my roommate and I. That's Miss Sullivan and I. Yep. Yeah. She's she's the color coded. Everything has to be just so. Everything's very meticulously placed. And mine, it's, it's that organized chaos where yeah. I'm just going to go with every. It's going to work out. It's going to be fine. I'm going to make it work. You know, I'm... I, she was the person that I've known her since college. So it, the project, if it was a sign on Monday, she was already halfway done on Tuesday. And the rest of us was like, it's not due till Friday. <laughs> Thursday night is going to be, <laughs> is going to be the night. So it's working with those two different personalities, but like you get it done how you need to get it done. Yeah. And so 
also teaching my kids to learn from my mistakes. I'm like, mm. you don't have to be up at midnight doing a project that's been assigned for two weeks, like the <laughs> night before. I'm like, don't do that to yourself. And I just got to kind of giving them those strategies or those guidelines like, yeah. hey, maybe by this day have this much done or maybe by this day, let's set a goal. So for me, that's definitely something that I'm like, OK, if I do it step by step, because otherwise that that day that um, that day before it's going to be <laughs> major panic. So it's just kind of helping my kids learn from my mistakes, yeah. being able to navigate, I guess, that personality type, but also making sure I'm addressing all those other students that have the different learning styles like that. Is that something you had to learn when you started teaching? Oh, yes. I imagine like being type B, because again, I'm type B as well. Final exam week for me was, let's see what kind of miracles I can pull off by studying till four in the morning. Oh, yes. And again, teaching world, you can't really do that. So is that something you had to learn once you started teaching? I, I think so. Also, just being time management person in mm. general and knowing when I can, when I where I, when and where I can get my stuff done. Mm. So um, all throughout college, like I, I played collegiate D1 volleyball. Mm -hmm. And because I had that schedule, we had study hall time. We had lift for this many hours. We had practice this many hours. I had class. And so I had to get stuff done in those car compartmentalized times. Yeah. And so once I was out of that and I didn't have as much structure, I'm just like, oh, I'll just get done when it gets done. <laughs> and, I, and I feel like I needed that structure. I needed to kind of schedule myself out a little bit more so that it was it would actually get done I wouldn't freak myself out and so bringing that into the classroom I had to realize that I if I you know like oh I'll just bring these papers home I'll just grade them at home and I just put them in my bag and they just went on a little field trip <laughs> to my house and came right back and they did not even see the inside of my house because they were just stayed inside my bag and it was just like that mentality of like oh yeah I'll get it done later and it's one of those things that I've found out that me as a person if I don't get it done at school mm. it's probably not going to get done because I'm like if I'm at home I'm sitting in front of my TV oh I can watch <laughs> the office and grade papers I can see in the office like four times over and I will still be more distracted by that so it's one of those things that I have to commit to myself that okay I'm going to stay here once I get all this stuff done and then I leave and once I'm home, I'm just, I'm home. Hmm. So that way it just, it gives me a little bit of peace of mind. So I'm yeah. not always, cause if you, if you don't do it, then I'm just going to be in the back of your mind. Just how long do you think it took you to get to that point where you knew yourself well enough that you had to do stuff at the school and you couldn't take it home? Oh, I think it was probably not until, um, either end of last year, maybe this year. So okay. I've been, so I've been teaching for like three and a half years. Okay. So yeah, probably. That's probably quite a struggle. Fairly recently, years, yeah. I think it was just me being in denial, honestly, <laughs> about like, oh, yeah, I could totally get it done at home and all this kind of stuff. And I just felt mm. like having to bring mm. that into my little like dojo of peace <laughs> into my home <laughs> and just uh, having to carry that with me because teaching already is one of those jobs that you're going to think about it 24-7. Yeah. You wake up thinking about your kids. You go to sleep thinking about your kids. You're like, Jimmy left his jacket. Susie needs to redo his te her desk and da 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 And like you, it's, it's not something thing that it's not like a nine to five where you can just like leave work at work. Yeah. So doing that little bit kind of helps me, um, leave it at school. So that way I can actually like be a person yeah. outside of school. <laughs> no, that makes sense. Um, cause obviously work-life balance is something that a lot of teachers struggle with. Mm -hmm. So before you kind of figured out this truth about yourself that you had to do things here, were you grading papers at three, four in the morning? Oh. Uh 
<laughs> getting things be, ready for the next day. Fairly li- oh, yeah. Like yeah. up late, like Sunday night the week before. Like, ooh. <laughs> Make sure my lesson yeah. plans are done. <laughs> really hoping my dean doesn't look at the timestamp when I did these. Because it's like I, I would know what I have to do the week yeah. ahead. But just going and sitting down and actually organizing yeah. and everything. But making sure I had that plan was always a good backup. Because I'm, you know, I like to be like, oh, yeah, I got this. I know exactly what I'm doing. I'm like, yeah. ooh, wait, where was that video? Wait, what was it? What are we doing today? Yeah. So it's. I think being in this type of world has helped me be more organized, but also I've been able to strategize or cope of how my personality can work into this profession. Because also, I'm not one of those people who could just sit and just like work. Because yeah. <laughs> I have about the same attention span as my students, which is none. So me having a job where I can get up, I can move around, yeah. if I can, I can sense whenever they're, my kids are just... <laughs> so I feel that and I think that gives me an advantage because I'm like, you know what guys, like let's stand up, like let's do a lap around the room, let's do some jazzercising, <laughs> like let's do something because I'm boring myself. Yeah. And so being able to do that, I'm like if somewhere if someone were to see me, I don't know, if I were working in a cubicle, you can't just like stand up and like start like doing jumping jacks. Or some, I don't know what people do in cubicles like <laughs> But it, it's those, one of those jobs that I can interact with people yeah. every day. I'm impacting every, lives every day. I can be creative. I could be as goofy as I'll get out and mm-hmm. it's part of my job. <laughs> so is there another area of teaching that you were kind of a rude awakening that you can't just take home and do like you talk about you couldn't take papers home and grade them they had to do here was there another point of the type b personality traits that also led to another change a year or two into teaching i think i mean time management definitely um it's just one of those things that like if i didn't have a plan like looking ahead like if uh, my curriculum app if i'm not paying attention to that and i'm just like oh yeah we could just keep doing you know studying rome for another week or yeah. we could just, and it's one of those things that i if i don't keep thinking ahead, then you're going to be behind. Mm. And so thinking that I can just, you know, improv all the way yeah. and we're just going to, you know, um, <laughs> speed bop on through at our own pace. Like it's it, it can't work that way. So having that or whether you speed something through and then you let, leave things behind. So pulling in like the data portion of it. I'm mm. like, oh, I know my kids like I know where they yeah. struggle. And then you actually do an exit ticket for the first time in a while. You're like, oops, <laughs> I missed that. So <laughs> really having to do those checks and um, doing the data and um, all those little things that can, you know, slip through the cracks. It's paying attention to those is what really kind of changed my my outlook, I hmm. guess. Do you think there are still type B personalities living inside of you? Oh, absolutely. hundred okay. percent. So like, teaching hasn't completely broken. If, the type you, if B. you saw like my, my room or my side of the, our, of our apartment. Oh, it's absolutely <laughs> evident. It's one of those things that it's just, it looks like a tornado goes through, but then like every week, you know, it's just kind of like get it back together just for another <laughs> tornado to come through. But I feel like this job makes you have to be a little type, type that's A. Yeah, that's um, I think another one would be organization, I think, mm. because me and my life at home, like I could have like the piles of things be like, yeah. I know exactly where my red socks are. They're over there in the second pile to the left. <laughs> like, but with kids, it has to, it has to be organized. Yeah. Like even with middle schoolers, like you, they have to know, like on the first day we went over, I told them, I was like, this is where the, this is where the scissors and the colored pencils and da, da, da. repeat after me where this, everyone yeah. pointed the scissors. It's <laughs> probably so foreign to you personally. Yes. Yeah. And so, but I have to make sure my room is 
is um, suitable for mm-hmm. all those types. So kids can be independent and I can just be like, all right, we're doing this, this, and this. This mm-hmm. is what we're doing today. Go. And I like having that feeling of like, they know where everything is. They know what their expectations are. And just going back to that front loading mm-hmm. and making sure that they know what's expected of them. They have the rubric. They have the materials list. They know who they're working with and where they're working and blah, 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 blah. And I think just kind of making my room and how I operate in my classroom suitable enough for the type A, the type B, and whatever the other letters are. (laughs) (laughs) You know, like little hybrids of both because um, if I don't, if they don't know that like this is where we turn in our papers always, if I don't front load them like, okay, today we're going to do this or instead of doing this, we're going to flip flop this. Everyone make sure we know, tell your part, tell the person beside you what I just said. And it might seem a little repetitive, but also making sure that I'm getting everyone and everyone's on the same page yeah. because you don't want those type B friends just floating off into space and be like, I'll oh, get it. Cause I was that person. Yeah. The teacher spent all this time doing directions. She was like, all right, go. And I'm like, what are we doing? <laughs> I was that kid that every teacher dreads. And you hear that out of the, out of the, out of the corner of the room and you're like, Nope. <laughs> nope. <laughs> Ask a buddy. <laughs> so but, in this, this organization stuff, like organizing classroom, make sure things are so structured. It almost sounds like it's a for middle schoolers mm-hmm. for the kids to keep up, but also for you to keep up. Mm-hmm. Do you think you could still be in your type B ways and have a successful work life balance? I think um, as type B people have to adjust a little bit because it's it's a very if you're work, if you're working with kids they can smell fear yeah. you have to make sure like you've got it all together because if they need consistency mm-hmm. they need to know what's coming next they need to know um, what they're doing and how it's going to happen what's going how we're going to get from point A to point B because without it that's whenever they get it's whenever you get the chaos that's yeah. you get and then you get a million quit <laughs> million questions you're like all right cool so this is what we're doing all right go and then you have 10 kids at your desk like whoa and it's like a little Q&A session with the thing i just explained so i think it's with type B, like you're going to have to find those strategies that work for you. Like obviously you can't do a complete personality flip. Exactly. Because if you're not teaching as yourself, then that's like, that's no fun. Like I, I bring my weird, goofy, just hot mess of a self, like yeah. into the classroom and kids connect to that because they're a hot mess yeah. <laughs> and we both don't have the same attention span. And I think that's what works is that. Um, I try to understand where they're coming from or like I, I know what it was like yeah. and being able to connect with them like that. And so I know that if I'm that kid that was, okay, so wait, what are we doing? Mm-hmm. Like I always, I have my directions. I have them on the, up on the board or they're on a printout or they're on like a pretty like neon yellow yeah. laminated sheet in the whatever <laughs> bucket labeled with a laminated neon sticker. Like I have it. So like you literally can't miss it. Or I'm like, if we're doing notes there, I also have like an online, like a, we have a sixth grade website. Mm, So I'm like the notes that I have up here, if you're one of those kids, it's very type A Mm -hmm. and needs to have every single little thing that's on the slide. I mean, everything. And I do guided notes just to try and eliminate that every little thing. And I have like little flail in the blank notes to help them de-stress a little bit. Cause I'm also thinking of those type A friends (laughs) like Miss Sullivan who want to have every single little thing on the board and want to do it in their pens and want to do over here and do the little diagrams and so I have things like guided notes where almost all of it's written for them they're just filling in the blanks so that I know they're still keeping up with me Mm -hmm. so they're focused more on 
Okay, they got the little things filled in. And I'm like, cool. Now I want you to listen to me. I'll actually explain this to you and we can talk through it and I'll answer questions. And so that's me thinking about the whole other side of things, those kids who need all the extra things and want all the things. And so um, just kind of being ready for a little bit of both. Mm -hmm. And so, and also I'm covering my bases so that I have, you know, if parents want help at home, they know how their kids kids are. Mm -hmm. They barely took their notes. They don't even know what's going on. (laughs) So I also have them online and parents like I have that, that link to the, to the website and all my emails. So like yeah. it's in my little signature. So I'm like, you can't miss it or everything. I'm like, it's on the six three website. It's on the six three website. All my presentations are there. All the rubrics for the projects, all the things, even extra help. It's all there. So just make sure that I'm supporting them in any way they can, no matter what kind of learner type B personality, whatever, whatever kind of person they are. Yeah. Uh, do you, and I don't like asking people if they were a better teacher then or now, but now that you've kind of figured this stuff out about yourself, about, you know, kind of leaving some of the type B personalities and being more planning and things like that, do you think your life, your teaching life is improved? Oh, I, I definitely think so. I okay. think once I've kind of made that commitment to myself, I'm like, okay, on these days, the days I'm going to stay back, get my work done. And then these days I know I have other things so I can just go home and I can relax. And I think that's given me so much peace of mind. Other times I was going home and all I was thinking about all the papers I have to grade and you just sit there in you your probably room. Felt, you probably never felt like you were done. No. And it, like, even, even over the summer, like I could be planning, I could be doing this, I should be doing this. And um, it's just created more and more stress, more than it would have been if I would have just you know done it. Is the only way to learn that is just day one on teaching? You just got to figure it out? I think... It's got to be trial and error, honestly. Like, yeah. I thought that maybe I could take some stuff home and it'd be more relaxing environment. I could still yeah. be home and work. And that works for some people. Some people yeah. are like, nope, I need to leave the building and I'll just, I'll have my 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 tea at home, my slippers <laughs> and my hair and my curlers. And I'll just, I don't know who wears curlers anymore. Uh, <laughs> like, I don't know what people do at home. Uh, <laughs> and I'll have on, you know, like maybe they can handle watching The Office while they grade papers. And, and they just sit there and that's just what they do. Maybe that's how they spend their Sunday. Yeah. And, um, and that works for some people. Yeah. Cool. I know, like, that's that's how my roommate, Aaron, that's how Miss Sullivan is. She can just sit there in front of the TV and watch Bravo and just bing, 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 bing. And I'm just... <laughs> and I don't, my, my brain can't work like that. But um, uh, it is, it's just kind of depending. It's that trial and error, seeing kind of what fits for you and what's going to work. And the same thing goes for your kids. So different strategies are going to work for different kids. Do you think you're still learning and evolving as a teacher? Every day. <laughs> Every single day. It's funny you say that because different teachers I've talked to have said, you know, teachers that have been teaching for 20 years say they still don't have a hundred percent grasp on it that you're always still learning. No, and I, and I think, I mean, that's, that's, that's a double edged sword of the job. I mm-hmm. mean, like you're always learning, you can always change things, you always do something new, but also sometimes you do feel like you're on a treadmill. That's like a little bit too fast. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> it's, you, you learn more about yourself, I guess, when you do work like this, but also I'm surrounded by so many people that have been doing this for a really long time, or even people who haven't been doing it as long as me that I still learn new things yeah. from. And I feel like, Teachers as a community usually mm-hmm. um, are very helpful and they want to be there for each other and they want to, you know, spin off each other. Or like, oh, I saw you did this really cool activity. Can I use that? And I'll spin it and do it over here. Um, popping into each other's rooms like, oh, what did you do this? Can I watch you do this lesson? And <laughs> I feel like in a lot of other types of careers, it's not that 
much of like a team aspect because like uh, we don't have to compete with each other here it's it's like it's for the common good so if there's something i can help you with you know that's just that's how teams work if you were to go back and tell yourself three years ago what would you tell yourself on day one of teaching in terms of this planning staying organized and setting things up specifically for students i would definitely i mean to any new teacher i would i always say to reach out to Mm. reach out to the veterans or not even just veterans even the ones that have been in it for three or four years they Mm -hmm. can do the little trial and error and also it's just kind of figuring out it's going to be you know what's going to work best for you Mm. it's going to be um you have to figure out what kind of personality type that you are and um, and figure out what's what's going to work best for you, or what makes sense to you. So doing like just sitting down and thinking about all the little things. How are kids going to sharpen their pencils? How are where are they going to turn their papers in? Um, and how is this all going to work? How are like are we doing Friday folders? What is it? And just working on those little things because you you need to be ready for all the different types of kids that are which is funny because none of the things you just described are type b at all (laughs) like if i was a teacher and i was like what do you mean your pencil's not sharp and why do i have to provide that for you everybody (laughs) i'll figure it out (laughs) and then you realize how annoying it is to hear a pencil sharpening when you're trying to explain things (laughs) and you're like oh wait i hate this (laughs) so and honestly i think the biggest help to me was being around teachers who were super type a Mm. so because they thought of a lot of things that I didn't think about. Yeah. Collaborating with other teachers is probably the best way I can think of being a great teacher yourself. Well, thank you, Miss Angel. This was, I think, very informative. And I think weirdly um, comforting oh, to right. other closet B or other closet type B personalities out there that you're not alone. No. Um, and you can do it if you, you are can. type B. You just B. have to find your, your truth and mm. you'll be fine. You just got to... Find your type A friends. Exactly. <laughs> you guys can help each other out. Exactly. Yeah. You just have to figure out what works well for you. That's all. You, they keep you in line and you make them unwind. Hey. Hey, there we go. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>